Hi friends, and welcome to the She Lives Purposefully podcast, a place for you to be encouraged and equipped in your walk with Christ. I'm your host, Megan. Hello friend, and welcome or welcome back to the She Lives Purposefully podcast. My name is Megan, and I am the host of this podcast and the founder of She Lives Purposefully, and I am so thankful that you are here. Today we have a really powerful episode, something to dive into together. It's a request of a topic that I got from our Instagram community, and I just feel like for so many people, it's so timely. The world can just feel like it is wild. And whether that's the world at large or your own personal world, um, and and uh, we'll dive into more of this later. But even if everything is going like perfectly well and you are on a mountaintop, this topic is so important all the same. Today we are talking about how to trust Jesus as all that we need. And again, I think we often ask this question of how can we trust God fully when it feels like the other things in our lives, the things that we thought we needed, don't turn out how we expected. Maybe it's our health, maybe it's people in our lives, maybe it's jobs, whatever it is. Things don't always turn out. That is life. That is just something that we experience on this earth. But the Lord is always faithful and he is all that we need. And so that's we're diving in to that today. But I think too that oftentimes in this culture, in the United States, we're all very, you know, self-sufficient. We push off hardship very successfully, even if not fully. And I think if we're in that state as well, we need the reminder that if all else fails, because things will fail, Jesus never fails. He is the only one who can be our perfect rock. He is all that we need. Even when everything is going great, we need to see him for who he is. Okay, so before we continue this episode, I just want to thank you so much for listening to the podcast. The podcast is still in the top 50 charts, which is wild. On the day that I'm recording this, it's number 26. It's gotten as low or as high I guess. I think it's as um, 16, I think is the number that it went to, which is so incredible. And I'm so thankful. It is your subscriptions, your listens, your shares, your reviews that are helping the podcast to reach more women in their walk with Christ, to encourage and equip them in that. So I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful to the Lord. I was challenged by my friends at Good Kind with their Advent box, just taking a look at it for the first time, getting ready for the Christmas season. I will link that in the show notes for you too. If you are looking to really get in the spirit of what Christmas is actually about and to do it by December 1st, because I always feel like I forget to do something like that until mid-December. So anyway, I'll link that for you. But one thing was something that you are thankful to the Lord for that was unexpected. And I think that the podcast hitting this top chart on Spotify is something that was so unexpected. And I am so, so thankful for Two, I want to mention and shout out our She Lives Purposefully merch that I'm so excited for. If you are watching on YouTube, I'm actually wearing Ayana Simone's crew neck, which I'm obsessed with. So I was wearing mine, as you know from previous podcasts, got peanut butter on it, washed it, wore it, and now it is in the hamper again. So I'm not wearing it today, but I am so obsessed with this crew neck. And let me tell you, the tote bag has become my go-to tote bag. I literally wear it everywhere all the time. It's so perfect to bring my laptop with or just to, you know, wallet, whatever. Like I'm just wearing this thing everywhere. I'm obsessed with it. And 
not only are these things perfect for like fall winter season but they promote the message of purpose and god's purpose for our lives and living purposefully so it's something that you can be promoting just by literally walking around and having other people see you so i i'm really excited about those things Okay, so as we dive into the topic of how to trust Jesus as all that we need, I want to talk about who God is. I want to talk about the qualities of him as a reassurance that he is trustworthy and dependable even when all else fails. And I want to talk about not only his qualities, but his promises to us and different scriptures that show us practically how he is our rock when the world seems to be crashing down or even when we're on the mountaintop and the promises that he actually makes to us to show us that we can trust him. And then I want to wrap up with a few ways that you can take away with you to trust God as all that you need. And actually before that, we're going to be talking about a couple of different characters in the Bible that were really put in this position to trust God as all all that they needed, not just as someone in their life and they have all these other things and moving parts that are great and life is going great, but really kind of were stripped down to only having God as someone that they could trust. And we're going to talk about those characters as well, because I think it's really powerful. And I'll talk about this later, but to not only recognize in your own life where the Lord has been faithful to you as a reassurance that he's going to be faithful again, but also to look at other lives, other testimonies, and these characters in scripture that are real people in history that the Lord really showed up for and to have these stones of remembrance in our lives and from the lives of other people so that we can know that we can trust Jesus as all that we need. Before we continue, I want to tell you about a sponsor for today's episode that I love and I am so excited that they are joining the podcast as a sponsor and that is 311. I mentioned them before in a previous episode. 311 is a faith-based business that offers so much that you will want to buy right now. Okay, they have hand-painted Bibles, hand-painted journals, faith-based apparel, and accessories. What I'm loving from them right now is their new morning, new mercies t-shirt and their Grow in Grace crew neck. And also their hand-painted Esther 414 journal is stunning. And if you know me, you know I love Esther so much. And they even have two journals based on Psalm 23. How beautiful is that? So it's totally fitting for the studies that we have gone through on the podcast. Just imagine writing in that, how beautiful that is with your hand-painted Bible and your hand-painted journal with your time with the Lord 311 is a shop that you'll want to support and I have a special code for podcast listeners. To find out more about them, you can visit 311.shop and I will link that in the show notes as well and you can use the code MEGAN10 to save 10% off of your first order. That's 311.shop and use the code MEGAN10 to save 10% 311.shop and I will link I will leave the link and the code in the show notes for you. Thank you to 311 for sponsoring this episode. Okay, so let's dive into who is God? Who does scripture say that God is? Some things that we can know about God that I just love that the Lord is for us is he is a provider. He's a comforter. He's our savior. He's our father. He's our shepherd and he is our friend. But we're going to dive into a bunch of verses right now that really kind of talk about these things. So whether you are just listening or maybe you have a journal, you can write all these verses down or reference 
reference this later on um, and go back to this point in the podcast for these verses, just so you can highlight them in your Bible and have them or memorize them even. So anyway, okay, here we go. First Corinthians 10, 13 talks about how God is faithful. First John 1, 5 says this, this is the message we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light. In him, there is no darkness at all. So God is light. God is also, we see in 2 Peter 3, 9, a patient promise keeper who wants everyone to be saved. It says this, 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. So he is a patient promise keeper and he wants everyone to be saved. We also see in Genesis 1-1 that God is eternal. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In James 1.17, we see that God is a giver. He is the giver of good and perfect gifts. And then in Psalm 18.30, it says this, As for God, his way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. So he is perfect in his ways, and he is a shield to those who take refuge in him. In Psalm 56, 50, verse 6, we see that God is a God of justice. In Psalm 116, 5, we see that God is a gracious, righteous, and full of compassion God. In Psalm 68, verses 19 through 20, we see that he bears our burdens. Wow. He bears our burdens and he saves. In 1 John 4, verses 7 through 9, we see that God is love. In Psalm 23, which you can study through the podcast or through the digital study as well on the site, we see that he is our shepherd. And in 2 Corinthians 1, we see, this is one of my favorite books or chapters of the Bible, God is our comforter. How beautiful are these truths about who God is. So he says all of these things about himself, but can he be trusted in those things? God promises to us that he is trustworthy and that we can trust him. And he shows that to us time and time again. Again, we're going to talk about that through the characters in scripture. But I also want to bring up about four verses that really talk about how the Lord is trustworthy. In Luke 12, um, starting in verse 24, it says, Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn, and yet... God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? If then you are not able to do as small a thing as that, why are you anxious about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass, which is alive in the field today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? In Matthew six twenty six, we see a very similar thing. And it says, or he says, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Joshua 1.9 says this, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Why? 
Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. Why? For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. 2 Samuel 22 verses 32 through 34 says, For who is God but the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? This God is my strong refuge and has made my way blameless. He made my feet like the feet of a deer and set me secure on the heights. I absolutely love these verses because I think it really shows us not only who God is, that God is love and light and a comforter and a shepherd and eternal and all of these things, but they show us that he is telling us that we can trust him. And I think what's so powerful about these verses is that they are tried and true all throughout history. People have put their trust in God and he has not been found wanting. He has always been found faithful and true and trustworthy. And so these verses are not just, you know, things that we manifest of our own self or that are just nice encouragements that aren't true, but we just need to hear them. They actually hold weight. They're actually true things that we can cling to, that he's going to care for us, that he does care for us, that he is with us wherever we go and that he will set our feet on secure heights. Okay, so let's dive into some characters that had to trust God as you know the only one that they can trust as they're trusting god is all that they need the first one that i want to bring up and i feel like this is such a classic is king david and i think we see this all throughout his life before he's king when he is king we see him you know alone in a field as a shepherd and when you're alone and you're taking care of a whole entire flock and these animals and you're protecting them and you're caring for them you definitely need help in that and if he's the only one out there he only has the lord to trust but we also see a lot bigger challenges come in his life as his life goes on where he has to trust God as all that he needs because everything else around him is crumbling. He is cast out by his father-in-law, the king, King Saul, and is even pursued to be killed by him. His sons betray him and he is constantly fleeing for his life just all throughout his life. But he does have someone that he can depend on and that is the Lord, even when the Lord is all he has. And I think, you know, we look at these characters and we'll go through a couple more and we see them in their lowest points. But I think that's so powerful because oftentimes in our lowest points, we see these truths about God that are true then but they are also true in our highest points even when david has the whole nation around him singing his praises even you know and and listening to everything he says the reality is that even then jesus is all that he needs so even if he doesn't feel it then maybe he's not living it out then that is still true and oftentimes we recognize it the most when we're in the valley but these truths are still there in the mountaintop Another character that I think is just a really good one to study if you haven't done that yet is Joseph. Joseph is, you know, coat of many colors and he becomes Pharaoh's right hand and ends up basically leading the nation of Egypt and helps them in this famine that's coming because the Lord guides him and helps him to interpret dreams and visions. Um, but flashback all the way you know he's his father's favorite and his brothers are really jealous and his brothers betray him and they actually sell him into slavery talk about not having anybody else or anything else to depend on but god in that moment your family is totally betraying you 
and not just gossiping about you, not just, you know, ignoring you, but literally selling you to another nation into slavery. Um, that is just so intense. He's also betrayed by, you know, employers who, um, you know, he was said to do something wicked that he did not do and he was cast into prison by his employers and his employer's wife was the one who you know said that he did something that he did not do so he only has god to depend on then his friends in prison you know they they get out of prison and he's like tell you know pharaoh to remember me tell someone to remember me that i'm still here remember me remember to tell them about me that i'm just in prison here you know i didn't really do anything wrong and even they forget him for a time and he is alone with god and god is the only one that he can depend on and again this assurance that we have is god is faithful in those moments. Another character that we have is Esther. Esther is taken from everything that she knows when she is taken to go before the king and basically compete to be the new queen. And she has the Lord only really to depend on in those situations. Ruth and Naomi, and again, we studied Esther and we studied the book of Ruth as well, are both widowed without support. And they go back to Naomi's homeland and they're trusting God that he will provide. And then of course, just a classic, we have the Israelites wandering around in the wilderness and they are dependent on God alone for their food, for direction, for protection, and for guidance. Um, so they only have the Lord there to trust and he is all that they need. Before we continue and talk about um, really three different ways, and I'll break down those ways of how we can practically trust the Lord, you know, things you can take away today and say like, okay, these were the things that she said, and this is what the Bible says about how I can trust the Lord. I want to tell you about our last sponsor for today. And that is Dwell. Dwell is a Bible app that I have fallen in love with. Their mission is inspired by the psalmist who encourages us in Psalm 119 to hide the word of God in our hearts. Dwell has built the most beautiful listening and reading experience for the scriptures. They have over a dozen new recordings of the Bible. They've handpicked voices that will engage and inspire you. And they have the best versions of the Bible too, like NIV, KJV, NLT, and my personal favorite, the ESV. In addition to a world-class listening experience and an exclusive read-along mode, Dwell is now the best way to read the Bible on your phone. You can now fully tailor the experience to your tastes and preferences with customizable themes, styles, and fonts with listen, read-along, and read all on the Dwell app. Your time in scripture can now be reinforced and enhanced as you explore all three modes. In fact, and I'm just learning this with Dwell, studies have shown that recall is significantly increased when listening and reading are combined. In short, a multi-sensory approach like listening and reading leads to quicker and deeper learning, which is perfect when we are diving into and studying scripture. So thank you, Dwell. You can go to dwellapp.io backslash she lives to get 10% off a yearly subscription 
or you can even use that for 30% off of Dwell for life. I have been diving into the Dwell app and I have been loving it. I'm listening to Psalms with Kylie as the reader and it has been so peace giving. Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm obsessed with the Dwell app. With Dwell's listening plans, you can start a daily habit of engaging with God, which if you've been part of this community for any amount of time, you know that I believe is vital. You can also fall asleep to your favorite books and stories of the Bible with Dwell's sleep timer. How perfect is that? I can think of nights when I would have loved this in the past, and I'm so thankful to have it now. To get started with Dwell, go to dwellapp.io backslash she lives to get 10% off a yearly subscription or 30% off of Dwell for life. 30% off means you save 60 bucks, so be sure to visit dwellapp.io backslash she lives and I will have all of that in the show notes for you. Go and check out Dwell. It has become one of my new favorite apps on my phone. So how do we trust Jesus as all that we need? How do we trust God is all that we need? I want to talk about three big points with you, and I made them easy to remember. They all start with the letter R. The first is recognize. The second is recall. And the third is rest. So let's dive into recognize. Friend, to trust God as all that we need, just like we talked about earlier in today's episode, we need to recognize who he says he is about himself and to what extent we can trust him and what for. And in his word, we learn that he says all of these things about himself, that he is love, light, a comforter, a protector, a shepherd, and that we can trust him for everything. And that's something that we need to recognize as we read scripture. We also need to recognize how he feels about you. Friend, you are his child. He loves you. He gave everything for you. He's going to give you an inheritance. He is for you. He is jealous for you. That is how he feels about you. And all of that is found in his word, in scripture. And that's so important to recognize as we want to trust him as all that we need. It's important to know who he is and how he feels about us. The second thing is to recall. Recall how he has proven himself to his people throughout history, which we did a little bit today. And then recall how he has proven himself to you in your own life. Friend, maybe even today, tonight, maybe tomorrow morning as you're journaling, I encourage you to write down different points in your own life where the Lord has really showed up for you, where you evidently saw that he had been faithful to you, that he did not let you fall, that he was with you in the thick of it and have those moments and remember those moments. Praise the Lord for those moments. And then as you are working on trusting him as all that you need, you can bring those things and recall those things, bring those things to remembrance. And the last thing is rest. So that was recognize, recall, and rest. Rest in him by bringing all of your cares and casting them at his feet. Bring all of your cares, all of your concerns, cast them at his feet and enter that rest. Rest in him by choosing to let him guide, lead, and provide. Choose to let him be the shepherd of your life. And rest in him by spending time with him daily. 
read his word, listen to his word, fill your mind with Christian worship, sermons, podcasts, go to Bible studies, church services, so that these truths that we've talked about today and that you're going to journal about later on are brought to your mind so that he can remind you of who he is, how he's for you, and what he's done and what he will do in your life. Friend, I hope and pray this episode was an encouragement for you today to learn to trust God as all that you need. Know that I am always here for you in your relationship with Christ. As you desire to grow in that relationship with Christ, you can always reach out via email, DM with any questions or prayer requests that you have. I am for you and hope only to encourage and equip you in your walk with Christ. And if you're looking for more resources today, we have the digital Bible studies um, that can be found on the site. We have Ruth and Esther studies, and we talked about those two characters today. We have a Psalm 23 study to dive into God as your shepherd. And then we also have our first, second, and third John study, which we are studying together on the podcast right now. Um, And it is just so powerful and so beautiful. And then I also have a free Bible studies tool guide that I will link all of these things in the show notes for you. And all of them can be found on the site as well. So you can download that free Bible studies tool guide there. And as we wrap up here, I want to encourage you, if you are encouraged and equipped by this podcast, share it with your friends so that they can use She Lives Purposefully as a resource in their walk with Christ as well. You guys have been sharing and sharing and reviewing and subscribing and listening to the podcast and it is growing and hitting charts and it's incredible and it's reaching more and more women to encourage and equip them in the walk with Christ. And I'm so thankful. So I just want to encourage you to continue to do that as well. Friend, live for Jesus well, live purposefully and have a fantastic rest of your day.